హలో ఐ సిస్ మీ అన్న మెన్ యూ లిసన్ టు ద బాడ్కాస్ట్ ఇస్ రైసింగ్ రెడీ బై అన్న చక్రవర్తి అండ్ ఐఎమ్ టాకింగ్ అబౌట్ ద రీసెంట్ పేపర్ వ్యూ ఇట్ వాస్ గోయింగ్ ఆన్ అండ్ ఇట్స్ డబ్ల్యూడబ్ల్యూఈ హ్యాలన్ సెల్ టూ థౌజండ్ ట్వంటీ వన్ పేపర్ వ్యూ అండ్ ఇఫ్ ఐ టాకింగ్ అబౌట్ ఇట్ వాస్ ప్లేస్డ్ ఆన్ టాంపర్ ఫ్లోరిడా అండ్ ఇట్స్ వెన్ యూ ఈస్ వింగ్ లింగ్ సెంటర్ వాల్ దిస్ ఇస్ అబ్సల్యూట్లీ ఆసమ్ అండ్ something it is going to be noticeable it was that remy stereo is going to facing roman reigns and it's in hell in a cell but after that last on smackdown i saw that roman reigns faced remy stereo on hell in a cell match but it's on smackdown but i see that this was the wwe universal championship match it was held on smackdown and it is uh, this is in hell in a cell match and after i see this match is finally roman reigns defeated rey mysterio with a lock so there's there's a disappointing things of but i see that rey mysterio played very fantastic way but the thing is rey mysterio is a former wwe world heavyweight champion and he deserves this universal champion very well from his age from his athleticism everything but the main thing was that roman reigns right now this position is absolutely unbeatable this position of this roman reigns is absolutely unbeatable so that's the main thing it was that and if i talking about the helena cell matches first kick off match it was that natalia tamina versus mandy rose and tanner brook hey it was a singles match and uh, i see that this was not a tag team match but it's a singles match natalia versus mandy rose and finally i see that natalia defeat Mandy Rose by submission. Well, the main thing was that that this submission was absolutely good. But the thing is, the fight again, fight again, fight again. If I talk about the thing, it was that the match started with some extended stretches of chain wrestling before Rose decided to amp up the intensity by whipping Natalia's throat into the ropes and attacking with attacking with strikes. Rose went for a few quick covers before using her legs for a body scissor around Natalia's waist. <laughs> Natalia came back with a flurry of offense and a seated drop kick for a two count. Natalia was eventually able to maintain her upper hand long enough to lock up the sharpshooter for the finish. Rose continues to improve as in ring talent but this fell firmly into the group of relatively but by the numbers kick off matches this was absolutely awesome and the next match it was a bianca blair versus bailey and i see that by the pinfall it was an hell in a cell match for the wwe smackdown women's champion and i see that bianca blair finally defeated bailey and Bianca Blair was in a face position not in a heel position 
this was i really love to see the face not in a hill position because i don't like the hill position but i get getting something what do you get to say chances they are trying to bring back chances into the wwe as a hill position i don't know whether the hill position is going to be succeeded or not it depends upon that absolutely this was totally acceptable or not it depends upon that we'll later in time bianca blair belly went on the attack early and brought a chair into the equation but missed on her first swing allowing player to get a few quick near falls player swung her plate into the chair several times after belly grabbed it again but found herself on the defense again after driving her shoulder into the ring post belly kept the attack focused on the arm before bringing the steel steps into the ring belly cut off a player comeback attempt by fighting the champion on the arm player finally got things got when she made belly pay for suspending a pair of double candlesticks between the ring and cell hitting a spine buster to drive belly through the sticks belly came back by tying bears hair to a steel chair upon which the challenger was seated belly eventually was pulled forward into the same chair before bear tied her hair around belly's wrist and dragged her around the cell using candlesticks and whipping belly into the cell walls belly backed the referee to let her out of the cell to no effect while bear looked on while laughing Bailey brought a ladder into the ring and used it sandwich player and hit rose plant the layer would lead to the finish as player took back over and hit a running senton on bailey on top of the ladder and then hit the kiss of death on the open ladder for the pinfall good stuff though maybe a little short of some lofty expectations given players incredible athleticism and belly's experience inside helmet so that's the main thing it was that belly was pretty upset about her loss that's the main thing it was that the next message was that cesaro was a satrolis i see that cesaro lost to satrolis by pinfall i can just say that satrolis defeated cesaro by pinfall Rollins attacked Cesaro during his entrance but Cesaro still got the jump as soon as the match started hitting a body slam and a big back body drop before hitting a boot to send Rollins to the floor Rollins used a thumb to his eye to put Cesaro on the defensive and open him up for a DDT as Cesaro deadlift suplex led to Rollins having to dump Cesaro to the outside with a backdrop and a springboard knee for a two count. Cesaro came back removing Rollins' glove and showing it in Rollins' mouth before continuing his assault. Rollins hit a falcon arrow for a two count and followed up with another near fall 
after a kick to the back of Cesaro's head. When Rollins couldn't get the job done, Cesaro came back with a big Cesaro swing before locking in the sharp shoulder. As Rollins reached for the ropes to break the hold, Cesaro switched things up to a crossface before transitioning back to the sharp shoulder of Rollins attempted to reverse into a pinfall. Cesaro stomped on Rollins' arm as he attempted to reach the ropes again, but Rollins was able to roll him up for a small package for the win. The finish was really a little odd, but this was the expected solid match between Rollins and Cesaro, two of the best in-ring competitors on the WWE roster. It was absolutely right. These two players as the biggest roster in WWE ever, Seth Rollins and Cesaro. They both deserve for the WWE Universal Championship and WWE World Heavyweight Championship. That's the main advantage of keeping in the WWE roster. Because if these two wrestlers are gone, you can just say that WWE is gonna starting its end. Getting end, getting end, getting end. Because so many wrestlers are released. You can just see that Braun Strowman wrestlers. It's a heavyweight wrestler. It's a main event wrestler. You released this wrestling. And Dean Ambrose, he left by his own terms. He, if he wants to resign this company, he tried to resign. After the contract expires, Dean Ambrose was left for this company by giving a farewell to this WWE Universe. And after that, Dean Ambrose name changed to John Moxley. And right now he is the main event man with Eddie Kingston for playing and he deserves and he paid so many times for the IWGP US title in a continental title and AW World Heavyweight Championship and he got one time. That's the main biggest deal for this wrestling business. It's not so easy but I can just say about that. This is absolutely awesome. This is this John Moxley's the heel position, the face position was absolutely awesome, including some hardcore matches with Kenny Omega. As you can just say, is a barbed death match. This was absolutely awesome. If WWE should put this match, but I don't know why WWE is not giving an position to this. I don't know what WWE wants to say wants to say because this PGR has everything demolished. Everybody wants to see the brutality. But you put hell in a cell. But hell in a cell was the last brutal. But not the highest brutal. Just like coming up with blood. Everything. I see on AEW. This is a fiction. But the blood came. Just WWE should implement the blood, blood fight. The hardcore extreme as a core, as a violence team. That was the main things. WWE should put this barbed death match for the first time ever. I don't know why. The next match it was that Alexa Bliss was a Shane Basel. This was a shocking thing. 
Shell Bassler was the biggest competitor of the women's division. And I see that Alex Ogles was also the biggest competitor. But as a hill position, as a coach position, I see Alexa Bliss. She played very fantastic way, and both both her chemistries between Shane Basil and Alexa Bliss was absolutely incredible performance. These both players, and uh, I can just say that I see that the ghost of Alexa Bliss was born, and uh, after the born. Shows our avatar into a ghost style, but I can just say that finally, as a pinfall, the Shen Baser lost. Let's see what going there. Please calmly, sorry, please calmly walk forward while Baser hesitated to engage until Reginald caused distraction at ringside, allowing Baser to get her offense. Going with some strikes. Please continue to alternate between anger and happiness. As Bazer continued to attack with kicks, punches, and giant locks. During a wrist lock, please add a Bazer lock. Bazer to look at her and Bazer released the hold ones she had. This allowed Please to unleash a flurry of fans and a DDT for a near fall. Please then straight start down Nia Jackson side, forcing Jax to mirror her movements and slap Regnald with her magic. Please then is a sister Abigail and a twisted bliss for the win. Nothing about this please character works and this remains a bad use of everyone involved. The chemistry there were uh, it should implement it should supposed to implement this ghost feature to revive the fiend. Alexa Bliss it's okay but it doesn't make a suit. Alexa Bliss should make a ghost like that. I don't know why. It depends upon that. What is happening here? The next match is Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. It's a singles match. Now I see that Sami Zayn defeated Kevin Owens by pinfall. We were talking about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Owens took the fight right to Zayn to get the match started, but Zayn used a few un underhanded tactics to get rolling offensively until he failed to suplex Owens allowing Owens to reverse before a cannonball in the corner for a two count. After attacking Owens arm and driving his throat still affected by the Nigerian nail of Commander Aziz into the ropes. Oh yes. Sain hit a big flipping time over the top rope over onto Owens uh, on the outside as the ref Checked on Owens on Zayn, ran forward with a boot. Owens fought back with a cloth slide on the outside and tried a swanton from the ring apron. But Zayn got his knees up to counter and hit a blue thunder bomb back in the ring for a near fall. Owens fought back 
with one arm before said delivered a big exploded suplex to counter as Turner for another near fall as the action as the action spilled to the outside Owen sees Turner and Zen barely beat the 10 count to stay alive with Zen bleeding from the mouth the two exchanged punches and had parts from their knees Zen hit a knee to the back of Owen sending Owen's throat first into the bottom row Zen punched him hitting a halluva kick for the win this was good physical wrestling with a good storyline playing out through Owen's toughness not being enough to overcome the damage to his body this was the most important thing Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn this was the best friends and bitter enemies and I see that both were fight but after, I see that Kevin Owens the new face using a stunner was a great position and Kevin Owens I see that if I see the Kevin Owens stunning position it was remembered by Stone Cold Steve Austin and he he just popping the Stone Cold Steve Austin because Stone Cold Steve Austin's fighting acting and and the the and the explicit content WWE should give a chance to Kevin Owens for this explicit content that using Stone Cold Steve Austin for its for increasing the viewerships but I could just say about that Stone Cold Steve Austin was a rattlesnake but he's he can just say that it's a bottom line for Stone Cold censor this is the censorship for the fuck language for showing the middle finger that's was the main thing it was that I think Kevin Owens should show the explicit content and to the WWE if he if he wants to get the championship back as a title as and everything I think Kevin Owens should put this in a line as a good things very thought so that's the interesting match it was as raw women's champion Rhea Ripley vs Charlotte Flair and I see that Charlotte Flair defeated Rhea Ripley by disqualification I think that's the main thing it was that <coughs> Flair attacked Flair attacked Ripley before the match actually began and then hit a big boot almost almost immediately after the opening bell almost Flair kept Ripley on the defensive dominating the early action while taunting the champion Ripley's comeback including a big drop kick from the top rope before locking in a high angle Texas Clover lift before Flair launched her into the turnbuckle Flair followed up with natural selection and then attempt to use the middle rope for leverage on the pin Flair went for a moonsault from the top rope but landed on her feet and adjusted to a standing moonsault after Ripley attempted to roll out of the way resulting resulting in another near fall Ripley now dealing with an injured leg from the focused attack of Flair 
managed to hit a superplex for a two count as the momentum continued to swing wildly. Flair went for an attack in a corner but Ripley moved out of the way, allowing her to hit a riptide but too close to the ropes, allowing Flair to get her foot on the bottom rope. Flair went back to walking on Ripley's leg before locking in a figure eight. But Ripley was able to put herself to the bottom rope to the floor to escape. Ripley then pulled off the top to the commentary table and hit Flair with it, resulting in a disqualification and allowing Ripley to retain her title. Ripley continued the attack after the bell, eventually laying out Flair with another riptide. This was a very good match, somewhat taken down by a really questionable finish that seemed to not play into Ripley's position in the match at all. This was the biggest thing it was like. But this is both Charlotte and Rhea Ripley as the biggest competitor. And both belong to NXT's. And Ripley as a deserving champion. Wow is an awesome. And everybody should be at Rhea Ripley's Raw Women's Champion. Wow is an awesome. You can just see Rhea Ripley is a Raw Women's Champion. And she belongs to Monday Night Raw. She represent the warm Monday Nitro and the SmackDown representing you can just say Bank of Blair. Yes, 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 yes. Bank of Blair. So that's the main thing it was that if you are playing with the match then it should represent it. If I talking about that the last match it was very uh, interesting match. Bobby Lashley was a Drew McIntyre. And it's a hell in a cell match. Wow. Bobby Lashley. And I saw that Bobby Lashley successfully retained this championship. Bobby Lashley defeated Drew McIntyre by pinfall. Lashley immediately tore from the ring to try and pull something from under the ring by McIntyre. But McIntyre followed driving Lashley's face into the cell before slamming him into the wall. Lashley fired back using the ring steps but McIntyre lifted him up for a suplex and launched him into the cell wall before grabbing the ring steps and twice ramming them into Lashley's hat. The two big men continued to attack each other outside the ring with Lashley suffering a cut on his arm as McIntyre set up a table. <laughs> MVP sit his cane through the cell, allowing Lashley to get the upper hand once again after being rammed into the cage and the ring post several times by Lashley. McIntyre came back with his own version of Sheamus, white noise on the ring steps. McIntyre continued his dominant stretch before grabbing several chairs and throwing them into the ring, delivering a face first slam to Lashley onto one of them. Lashley nearly locked in the hot lock, but McIntyre countered and hit a sit-out powerbomb for a two-count. Lashley fought back, using the ring steps to ram McIntyre into the cell wall over and over before MVP helped trap McIntyre in the corner 
by sliding a candlestick through the chain link. Lashley brought McIntyre back into the ring and set up chair before driving McIntyre into with a pair of flat lines. Lashley hit McIntyre with a candlestick several times until McIntyre trapped it with his arm and used a chair before being shoved into the referee who was knocked out of the ring. With the referee down, McIntyre hit a future shock DDT but no one was there to make the count. McIntyre demanded a new referee enter the cell before laying Lashley out of the claymore. With the cell door open, MVP pulled the referee from the ring to make the same. MVP then found himself locked inside the cell and on the receiving end of a McIntyre attack, ending in a claymore. McIntyre was distracted enough to allow Lashley to lock in the hot lock outside the ring, but McIntyre launched himself back through a table to break the hold. Back in the ring, McIntyre lined up another Claymore after using a steel chair to attack Lashley, but Lashley was able to duck out of the way and send McIntyre through a table and ringside with a chalk slam. McIntyre countered a spear from Lashley and hit another future shot and went for a Claymore only to have MVP grab his leg to set up Lashley for a roller to steal the win. Good violent stop from two bruises and refreshing addition of Hell in a Cell that didn't require a big bump from the top or side of the catch. Even if it was another match on the night, was not finished and thankfully Lashley can now move on from McIntyre. Wow. I think this last main event was a successful and satisfied match. However, if I give the ratings, I will give 4 out of 5 stars. Because the main thing was that WWE should put, should supposed to put, WWE should supposed to put Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio match into Hell in a Cell, not on SmackDown. It was the biggest disappointing event WWE has ever decided on SmackDown. Because these two players should suppose to be stipulated into Hell in a Cell match. On Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, that's the main thing it was that. So that's the biggest disappointing. And otherwise, every match was absolutely awesome. And I really loved it. So that's the ending of the today's podcast, episode number 41. If you want, if you enjoyed my podcast, if you listen and if you satisfied my podcast, so please and if you want to listen to the previous podcast and upcoming podcast in my in my show, then please go to Spotify, go to Google Podcast, go to Apple Podcast, go to Amazon Music, go to Stitcher and many more. And go to radio.com and many more coming in my show. And uh, this is the biggest thing it was that. And, uh, and Spotify was available. And I see that everybody was listening my Spotify, my podcast on Spotify. This is the main thing, is a successful thing it was. Okay. So that's the ending of the podcast. And you listen, keep enjoying listening to my podcast, The Wrestling Ready by Under Chakra, is sponsored by Anchor. Bye.